Hey ladies and gents, welcome back to Beauty Travel and Sophistication. We are going to be talking about my travel adventures while living abroad, part three. That's right, there's a part one and part two. So make sure that you do get a chance to listen in to part one and part two. For those of you all that are tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you all didn't know, I had the opportunity to live abroad for two whole years in England. So I got a chance to travel a lot, see a lot, and just take in the history on all the countries that I got a chance to visit. So in today's discussion, we shall say, I'm just going to be talking about a few other countries I was able to visit and give you some tips and help you out before you are, you know, going to be traveling abroad. Maybe I can help you all on some things. So we're going to be discussing, first of all, Barcelona, Spain. Yes, España. So there is a YouTube video on my travels. Go to www.youtube.com forward slash God's Masterpiece 22. There you can find my video of how my adventures went. So Barcelona, Spain is really, really, really nice. I just went the wrong time. But see, what had happened was um, the first time I wanted to go, no one was able to go, right? Isn't that crazy? When you want to do something, nobody's available. But then when they want to do something, they want you to come. And it just so happens that you're available so you can go. But when it's time for you and you want to do something, everybody's unavailable. So anyways, I wanted to do it last year in April, right? I wanted to do it in April for my birthday. I was like, yeah, I want to go for my birthday. So no one could come. And so I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to go and do it by myself and do solo traveling. Um, but I ended up not doing it. You know, I got some much needed advice. Um, it's telling me don't do it. You know, don't do solo traveling. It's, it's not ideal. So I opted not to go. Right. So my time was coming to an end living in England and it was November. So I spoke to one of my friends and I was like, girl, let's go, you know, for, Thanksgiving break, right? And she was like, sure. So we went in a, a, with additional people as well to Barcelona, Spain. The only thing is that it was cold in November, okay? And you want to go when it's nice and hot and warm, but because of, you know, the timing, it was not hot, it was cold, it rained one whole day, and we were there for three days, but the thing is because it rained one whole day, it was just, it killed the mood. It killed the vibe. We couldn't do much. We didn't want to do much because it was just raining all day long. You know what I mean? And you got to carry your umbrella everywhere. It was like, we, we ain't about this life. So needless to say, I would go back to Barcelona, Spain, because I didn't get a chance to see a lot of things that I would have loved to have seen. I saw uh, La Sagrada Familia, which is a really, really nice cathedral. It's beautiful inside and out. You got to see it if you're there. And there's a lot of other places I wanted to see, but due to the rain and, you know, the group and things like that, we didn't get a chance to go. So here is where I'm going to talk about my pros and cons to solo traveling and group traveling. So remember how I told you guys that I was going to go by myself, right? But I got some much needed advice and um, I didn't go. So if you are thinking of solo traveling, right? You're like, look, ain't nobody want to come. And you know what? I still want to travel, right? Now, sometimes things happen. People just don't have the finances. People just don't want to go to the same place you want to go. People have already been there, so they don't want to go back again. Or they really just don't want to go because they just don't want to go. They have other things in mind, other plans. And it happens, right? You can't like be mad at your friends for that. Um, so anyways, pros, if you decide like, you know what, I'm still going to solo travel, forget them. 
<laughs> pros of solo traveling. So one of the coolest things is you can do whatever you want, however you want, because it's just you. That's right. You can do everything. You're the one that makes the decisions. So that's a pretty, pretty neat thing, right? You get a chance to learn more about yourself. You know, you learn more about your dislikes, your likes, what you're able to put up with, what you're able to not put up with. So those are my only two pros. And now for the cons. Now this is still solo traveling, right? Um, you're more of a target, you know, because you're by yourself. And if you're going to a place you've never been, of course, you may get lost at some points. Check out my part two, where I do talk about where my friend and I got lost in Milan, Italy. But um, yeah, you're more of a target if you're by yourself and you're lost and people see that. People see they're alone. So just keep that in mind. Also, you don't have nobody to share the memories with. So you're there by yourself. Yes, you can take pictures. I mean, selfies, right? But there's no one else here to share it with you, to talk about the experience, what you guys just did. It's just you, yourself and you, right? Um, I mean, and it's more expensive for like hotel accommodations. So I think I spoke about this in my part one. It's either part one or part two where I talked about... Um, me staying in a hostel, I went with one of my other friends and she already had booked for the hostel and which I would never do again. But a lot of people do hostels when they're solo traveling because it's cheaper. But if you're a type like me, that's all about them hotels because I love hotels. It's going to be probably more expensive if you're going by yourself versus if you went with like a few other people, you could split the cost on hotels. So, um... I don't know why I said hotels, but hotel or hotels, depending on if you guys are going to be going to different cities in that country and you guys got to, you know, kind of leave hotel to hotel. So, yeah, that's like, like no fun, right? You don't want to just have to pay more for things because it's just you by yourself. So it's up to you. People do it all the time. I see a lot of YouTubers doing it, like, you know, solo traveling and they go because no one else can go. Just think about the dangers that come with it. But then there are also pros. When I solo travel, no, <laughs> it's just not my thing. Now, group traveling. So when I went to Barcelona, Spain, I went with a group. I didn't know everybody in the trip, right? And so that's one of the one of the um, one of the cons. But let's talk about the pros first, right? We always want to hear the good things, and then we want to hear the bad things, right? So pros, if you're in a group, you save money, which is awesome. So when you like pick staying in hotels or Airbnbs, everybody kind of splits the cost so that you don't have to pay this huge bill, right? which is awesome because I'm all about saving my coins and I'm sure a lot of you guys are as well. So um, another pro is that you're less likely to be a target because you are a, great, a big group, right? So that's awesome. No one is probably going to try and mug you, you know, take your money um, or do other bad things to you because you're in a group. So you always got other people there that can watch out for you, look out for you, you know, help you in the time of you know, need or distress, you know. Uh, you always have someone that could take your picture. Hey, so that's awesome. Like, hey, girl, I want to put your hair here. Can you take it? Of course, which is great. You know, you don't have to take selfies. You could just have somebody take it for you, which is awesome. If you need a helping hand, they're there. Hey, girl, I got a whole bunch of shopping bags. Can you help me? Or, hey, I'm trying to get this pizza plus this, you know, this other dessert. Can you, like, hold this for me? You got You got someone else is there. So some of the cons, right? Some of the cons is that. Like I said, um, what did I say about the cons? I don't, I don't remember what it was I said about that earlier. But everyone may not be ready at the same time. So this is a big one, right? So let's say you're getting ready for the day and you guys have a, you, well, you guys don't even have a set time, but you're like, yeah, let's go get breakfast. Okay, what time? In 30 minutes. Okay. And let's say that happens to be nine o'clock. A, a con is that what if everybody isn't ready? 
or some of them were ready earlier. So they went all ready to get breakfast. And then you're like, hey, where y'all at? Oh, we just ate breakfast. What do you mean you just ate breakfast? We supposed to meet up at nine. So another con would be causing arguments, right? Arguments happen because everybody's not on the same page. So keep that in mind. Also, um, decisions get complicated. So you may be like, well, let's go to the museum. And then the other half is like, well, I want to go shopping. How do you come with a, a decision? Because, you know, you're like, well, we came here to explore and y'all want to go shopping. Let's do museums first and go shopping. I don't want to do that. Let's eat contemporary. Let's say Spain food. Well, I don't want that. I want American food. You know what I mean? And then again, more arguments, more confusion, more stress. Then no one's happy. And then things that you guys had in order, like if y'all had an itinerary, that now gets canceled because people when they feel it. So just keep those things in mind. Also, uh, taxi costs are going to be expensive. I know we encountered this when we were in Spain. It was a few of us and we all could not fit in a taxi. And it was a bummer because, you know, of course, now we got split taxis. So we had a no, no, no. We were about to my bad. We were about to. Um, but then a, a, a taxi that was like a van came by. So some of us that were in the car got out and then we all got a chance to go into the um, taxi van together, which was amazing because that kind of cut the cost versus before we were going to be having to um, get two taxis. So that was awesome. Of course, the taxi man that could fit some of my, um, some of the people that were with me in the trip, he was pissed off because now he's not getting his stale. But of course, the one with the van could fit us all in, which was awesome. So just think about those things in case um, you are running behind on schedule like we were. We had went to get food in the morning and then our flight was leaving later on. But we got to the bus stop on time, but we were not seeing the bus that we needed to head back to the airport. So at this point, it's like we're either going to miss our flight or we're going to have to take the um, taxi because we were going to try and get we we're going to go to another bus stop and catch the bus that would take us to the airport. But it was way too long of a walk. And we're like, we're just going to have to um, spend the money on the taxi, because the thing is, me and one of my other friends, we have bought round trip. Uh, we had bought like a round trip um, ticket for the bus. So, you know, we already had paid like a flat fee. So I was a little bit disappointed because um, we now had to pay extra money for a taxi and my round trip ticket kind of um, failed because now I paid money for it when I first, you know, got in the bus for the first time and I didn't get my money's worth because I didn't get a chance to take it coming back, you know, when our trip was done. So just keep little things like that in mind. Leave a lot earlier than you would if... Um, you want to get to somewhere on time. And because it was a group, you know, most of the group, we wanted to go eat. And so always make sure that you are keeping track of time and that if everybody else doesn't agree and you had to leave by yourself, it's one of those situations where you can leave by yourself and get lost, or you can just suffer through with the group. It's your choice. So those are like my pros and cons of solo traveling and group traveling. Now, I'm sure you on the other end are listening is probably like, man, what will be best for me? I can't tell you what's best for you. You only could tell you what's best for you. So decide on which one is best for you, solo traveling or group traveling. Okay, so we're going to talk about Austria. So Austria, I went um, to uh, do their high suspension bridge. My cousin took me and that was lovely. I had an amazing time. Um, him and his lovely girlfriend had taken me there. They wanted to show me, you know, a lot about um, Germany and Germany and Austria are like, they border kind of each other where we were. So I got a chance to do this high suspension bridge. Again, it's on my YouTube channel. Make sure to watch it. It's Germany Travels, I believe is what it's called. 
And so anyways, we did this high suspension bridge, which they had done before. And I'm like so afraid of heights, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it because YOLO, right? You only live once. No, really. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try it because it was something that I wanted to try anyway. So the thing about this suspension bridge is it is not um, stable. So it was wobbling back and forth because it was windy. For some reason, the day I went, I don't know if it was like, let's just, just have like this massive wind to come as she's getting on it but it was so windy and we are super high up from the cars down below and you can see the cars you can see the pavement oh my gosh it was such a scary feeling i didn't even want to look down anymore i was just like i just want to get to the other side and then you know i was like wait when i get to that side i gotta come back oh my gosh but it was one of those things that you just do once you know you're in austria you do the high suspension bridge and then you call it a day you don't ever do it again but you have memories that you made right so sometimes it's good to kind of get out of your comfort zone sometimes the fear will go away in my case it didn't i'm not going to do it again but it, it was it was one for the books all right so munich germany right we actually went to a lot of places in germany but um yeah my cousin was like an amazing tour guide shout out to him um but so anyways we went to oktoberfest which was amazing if you are in germany and you um get a chance to go there for their oktoberfest please do it's worth it it's like this big 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 fair that they have every single year and then if you're into beer they have that too and you get a chance to dress up and they're, they're like german traditional outfits so um I dressed up as well, you know, try to look like, you know, authentic, like how they would. And it was really cool. It was really nice. I had a great time um, just being around that atmosphere. It was really, 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 really neat. One thing I'll say about Germany that I didn't really experience in any other country was that they stared a lot. I don't know if they're not used to seeing like a lot of people of color, you know, um, but they stared a lot. And I was like, whoa, this is uncomfortable because England's not like that. Maybe because London is such a major city where you have all nationalities there. But Germany, oh my gosh, I felt like they had never seen like a person of color before. Like, hey, how you guys doing? You know, but I did try and learn um, to speak a little bit more German while I was there, which was really, really neat. So that was cool. And um, while I was there, I got a chance to also visit another cousin of mine which was really awesome and his wife. So that was cool to, you know, kind of kill two birds with one stone and visit family. Hey, if you got family somewhere, make sure to visit them. You know, don't just go to a place and travel. And then when you come back, you post pictures and then your family's like, hey, why don't you come visit me? Don't do that. But anyways, um, Oktoberfest was amazing. It was a lot of fun. I say definitely do it. You don't have to dress up in their traditional outfits, but I saw the majority of people did. Also, I went, got a chance to go to Dachau, which was a concentration camp that's out there. I'm very like into history. And, you know, when I was in school, you know, you, you learned about these things. And so I wanted to actually go and experience one of them. And I know the bigger one is in Auschwitz, um, but Dachau was, wow. Um, it was just, it was sad. It was really sad to see just how these people were treated. You know what I mean? The Jews, how they were treated. Um just because of, you know, what their association was, you know, of what they were. It was awfully sad of how they were treated and just reading um, how they were malnourished, how, you know, when they were super tired and couldn't go no more, they'd be lied to basically saying that, okay, we'll let you guys rest only to be gassed and dead. You know, and how all the propaganda back in the day, you know, well, propaganda is everywhere all the time, but 
how they were told to send letters to their family saying that, oh, what's out in the, what's out that, you know, you guys are reading about is not true. And, you know, propaganda will make you make them, their families were thinking like, oh my gosh, they're really like being brutally, you know, um, being brutally, you know, like treated unfairly and poor, you know, and poorly, which was the truth. But the fact was that they now had to lie to their families and tell them that, no, that's not true. We're doing fine. And it was, it was really, truly sad, you know, to see the uniforms that they were, and they were no longer associated by their name, but by a number. And, um, it, it was sad. It was truly, truly sad. Um, and to see that it went on for so many years, you know what I mean? It was truly, truly sad. So I really got a chance to take back and, 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 and just kind of immerse myself into that history at that moment. Um, it's a huge of a concentration camp. So we were there for a good three plus hours, um, but they already had been to it, but I never had. So, you know, I was really just taking in reading every single thing that I saw, um, you know, their little bowls that they got to, to get food in. And it, it was, it was just, oh my gosh, I don't wish, uh, it was really sad. And you just think about history, not only that, but think about so many other things that have went on with different other cultural groups and how they were mistreated. It is truly, truly sad. And, you know, it saddens me to see how the world is becoming. And I, I just really pray that we can get back to a place of understanding where, you know, you're not looked at by your nationality um, or the color of your skin or, you know, your status, but you're looked at as a human being. You know what I mean? No matter how you look, because we all bleed the same. We're all, we, we all bleed red inside. So if we could just all come to an understanding, that would be awesome. Will it happen? I mean, unfortunately, people are going to say no, because it's never been that way. But if it could happen one day, I mean, wow, that would be totally awesome. But, um, yeah. So anyways, let's just talk about something more uplifting, right? Okay. The food I love to eat. I love to eat. I don't count calories when I'm out traveling because calories, what's that? Anyways, um, definitely try their snitchels, um, in Germany. They're really like this really good pork that they have. And there's different types that you can get. I've gotten one with cheese on it. Oh my gosh. That's so good. It's so, 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 so good. Try those. You got to try the bratwurst um, or bratwurst. I tried them in England, but they're not the same as in Germany. Oh my gosh. They are so freaking good. And I also hear that to get fresh bread because their bread is like so good. Um, but I think my biggest thing that I could tell anyone out there is again, like even if you have never traveled beyond your backyard, man, travel and see the world. You don't even have to leave if you're in the States, you don't, I don't, I'm not even saying you have to leave like the country, but if you live in, let's say Virginia, visit Tennessee, visit Florida, visit Washington, visit California, just visit a state that you haven't been to. And you know what I mean? If you're in a different country, let's say you live in, I don't know, um, we'll say Denmark then at least visit like Italy because you know you're not too far, but visit somewhere different. I think one of the best things that you can do is take time to visit somewhere that you've never been. Um, and you know, because sometimes when you don't leave the area that you're from, you're not, you're not accustomed to how other people act and do things. And I'm not going to lie and tell you that I was because I definitely wasn't. I talk about my experiences here on my podcast about how it was, you know, just waiting for my, my bill, you know, just waiting for the food to come, you know what I mean? Using the bathroom or restroom, excuse me. Um, but yeah, definitely look back at, listen back to those pot to, um, part one and part two. They're really good. And 
I hope that you guys will stay tuned for next Sunday when I come with you with a brand new segment. It'll probably be something different, but I definitely want to start it, start it off with travel because travel is something that is amazing. You just become more cultured and you learn so much more from the places that you visited. Anyways, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's the shortest one so far or the segment, excuse me. Uh, but stay tuned for next Sunday because another, another episode will be dropping on next Sunday. So as always, until next time, bye guys. And I hope that you all are having a fabulous Sunday and enjoy the work week as well until the next Sunday. Again, when I come back with another segment. All right. Bye guys.